This is the High School Football America podcast for August the 20th, 2021. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability. It's got faster speed than Huddle Sideline, and this is the best part. GameStrat has awesome customer service. If you're a coach using Huddle right now, you know that sometimes you don't get those answers to your questions very quickly. And the other best part about GameStrat is we've got a great relationship with them. And if you mention High School Football America, they are going to give you a friends and family discount. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or you can click on the GameStrat banner ad, which is located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. All right. It was a, uh, a whitewash last year in the District of Columbia. But we are going to get you ready for football in the D.C. area by the man that knows high school football like no other. Chris Dunlap, good good friend of ours. He's uh, always tweeting our stuff out. We try to tweet his stuff out. That sports dude, man, you know, Chris, I wish I could go with dude on the end of my name. It just makes you so cool. But anyway, Chris, Chris Dunlap is on the line here. It's uh, thatsportsdudenetwork.com. We're going to be having some videos up there this afternoon, so check them out. This guy does marvelous, marvelous work with high school sports in the D.C. area, promoting the kids, the coaches the schools i the the area itself i love it i love what he does thanks for joining us on the podcast today and again you know you, you got to have a, a certain vibe to get dude on the it can't be like jeff fisher media dude or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah you know i try to make it a little as as the kids would say back in the day hip if you will <laughs> but uh yeah man jeff so good to be back on your podcast man like i like I like like I've said many many times, I, I'm a, I want it put on wax. I love what you guys do. You guys have the same vision that I have. We just want to get these student athletes exposure. So Jeff, man, always good to join you, man, on your podcast. Well, we're good, glad to have you here. The the missions match as as I think we said the last time with what you do and what we try to do here. And uh, you know, we were joking before I rolled the tape here. You know, at some point we're going to have to talk about the, the the couple of teams there in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference and our top one hundred in Gonzaga and St. John's. But you you are all about doing the public schools, and I love that because they do not get enough publicity, and that's why we want you on here. And I, I, I'm going to just kind of give you a little open-ended question and I'll let you roll because I know you can talk I, I I can talk you can talk so oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to kind of shut up here a little bit but let's talk a little bit about the DC public schools uh, give the people around the nation a good feel for you know how things are structured there the the, the type of ball that's played in the city I, I remember the one thing that we talked about a couple of years ago because again you guys didn't play ball last year was you know it's up and right. coming and it's underrated so I'll shut up Take it away. Let's talk some D.C. high school football. Jeff, what better place to start than talking about D.C. public high school football? Um, like you said, I want to start here. The atmosphere when it comes to D.C. public, D.C. IAA football, it is one like no other. When we're talking grit, grimy, in your face, trash talking loud. Man, when I say these kids absolutely get after it, get after it, get after it, it is nothing short of a show, my friend. Nothing short of a show. So the way things are structured here, and this, and you may have heard things similar to this in other areas, but I'll talk about DCIAA 
specifically. The way things are structured here, we have two divisions, a Stars division and the Stripes division. And you guys know, may, may have an idea where, that, where the names of the two divisions came from. Because if you look at the DC flag, three Stars, three Stripes. So there you go right there. <laughs> so now the Stars division is for the more powerhouse teams. And the Stripes division are for the teams that are still building, but no doubt about it, please don't think just because they're building that the Stripes division is not competitive. It is absolutely, absolutely competitive. Um, so I'll start with the Stripes division, kind of gives you guys uh, kind of a feel what the teams are like in that, era, in, in that division. So in the Stars division, we have teams like the HD Woodson Warriors, who are the kings of DCIAA football, 16-time city champions. And we were talking 16-time. That's Ric Flair, Ric Flair level <laughs> for anybody who watches professional wrestling. 16-time champions, um, always in the conversation. Numerous, numerous names in the NFL and in college football. I'll give you a couple names right now. Tavon Wilson, um, 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 excuse me, Tavon Wilson, um, Charles Peeler, um, Jalen Twyman, so on and so forth. Josh Morgan, all oh, just so many names have come out of HD Woodson. Um, so that's one team that you always got to talk about. And, and, and I don't, team, I don't want to cut, um, cut your. Let me. I'm going to get into your flow there just a little bit because one of the things I love about Woodson, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out as little DC knowledge as I have at this point in time. Is they're not afraid <laughs> sure, to step yeah. out of the. the, the they're not a afraid to step out of the district i've seen them play a lot of teams from around the area there you know i think they've gone as far as ohio and all that that that's impressive to me right and they're not afraid right they'll take on anybody and that's another thing about about just the dc dc public school league as a whole we're not scared of anybody if the the, the model that we live by and you and and I've heard this not only from during my time as a student athlete, but I've heard it during my time as a broadcaster of student athletes today. They put their pads on just like we do, so it's no reason to be scared of them. So and that's the mindset right there, and that's why you see teams like HD Woodson um, going going out of town on a yearly basis, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and different places like that. Yeah, I didn't um, want to so hit your flow there, but I, I wanted to get that in there because that's impressive to me. Keep going, go away. <laughs> I, Absolutely. So another team I'll talk about just to give you guys an idea of what the Stars division is like. The Dunbar Crimson Tide. Now, the Dunbar Crimson Tide are the second second winningest program in DCIAA history. They have 12 Turkey Bowl championships. Now, it's kind of in the same thing as H.D. Woodson. Dunbar has been synonymous with sending players D1 and to the NFL. Vernon Davis, Josh Cribs, um, 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 so many, so many, so many names have come out of Dunbar, um, and it, that could be a show within itself when we talk about some of the names that have come out of Dunbar. Um, so that's the feel of the DCIAA Stars Division, more powerhouse programs um, who, 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 who are always, always, always going to have talent and just going to put up absolute gaudy numbers and teams that when you're talking about some of the best teams in the district, um, you got to have some of these teams that are in the DCIAA Stars Division on your list. Now, if I may go to the DCIAA Stripes Division, like I said, more of a more of a, uh, a division where teams are building up their programs. We got teams like the Coolidge Colts, perfect example of teams who are building 
championship caliber programs. The coolest coach are the, the coolest coach, and we'll talk about them more in a second, are the defending DCIAA Stripes Division champions. And in 2019, they hosted a worst-to-first type of season. In 2018, they didn't win a game. Mm-hmm. N- not nilch. Zero. <laughs> Zilch. Zip. Nothing. <laughs> 2019 championship Mm. that is that describes the stripes division to a T and the reason that the DCIAA the reason that DCPS set this lineup set this format is because at one point all of the powerhouse teams would get all the talent um, would get all the viewership would get all, all the accolades it was pretty much. It was kind of a foregone conclusion of who would be playing in the DCIAA Turkey Bowl, but in 2013, they made this shift to create parity in the entire league. And since that time, we've seen not only um, competition improve, not only every team in the league having an opportunity. Um, um, to really be a competitive program. But we've seen recruiting in this area increase. We've seen media coverage in this area increase. So for me, I am a huge fan of this format. There were some people when it first started who weren't fans of it, you know, more traditionalists of DCIAA football. But when we look at just how it's transformed the league, when on any given year, every any team could break out and, and, and win that Turkey Bowl or for the Stripes Division, the Gravy Bowl, um, um, I think it's just absolutely done wonders for the D.C. Public High School League. And I and, and, and don't know how, long, how much longer it's going to stay, but if it stays in place a, a lot longer, I think it's going to be real, real good for our, for, for our teams. Chris Dunlap is on the line. He's that sports dude, that sports dude network.com. Follow him on Twitter at underscore that sports dude. Doing really great stuff for the uh, sport of high school football in the DC area. By the way, we, we you you were so excited about the 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 no wins to the championship. You never said the ta- the name of the team. Who who did that in 19? Oh, yes, the coolest Colts. Uh, thank you, Jeff. I can't believe I missed that. But yeah, I was I was so excited about that. And, and and another thing about the Coolidge Colts, that worst the first campaign they had, with a with a new head coach as well, uh, Coach Kevin Nesbitt, um, came over, took the Coolidge job, and and took them all the way to the championship. So uh, yeah, man, Coolidge, Coolidge. That's another team that's good that, that we're gonna have to look out for. Can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, it's you know it it seems like it's a lot of fun. So so educate the listeners a little bit. You you say they they did this in thirteen to restructure and and, and it's working right. The more eyes, getting more kids opportunities to play beyond the game, get the education and all that. So how does it work? So if a team gets um um you know does well in the stripes division, do they they mix it up? Do they like rearrange it every couple of years, or is it just kind of set? You know, stars are these teams and stripes are these teams. Can you can you graduate to the bigger division? Oh, great question, Jeff. And absolutely, you can graduate. So the rule the 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 format is the rule is when a team when a stripes division team wins two consecutive DCIAA Gravy Bowls, which is the stripes division championship. When a, when a program wins two consecutive championships, they move to the Stars Division. Mm. And whoever is the last place team when that Stripes Division team moves up, 
whoever is the last place team in the Stars division, they moved to the Stripes division. Um, so we had that actually back in 2015 and then going into the 2016 season. Um, the Eastern Ramblers um, won their second consecutive BCIAA Gravy Bowl. They won 45-8 over Bell. Um, and they actually, and just a side note, um, the quarterback, J. Ron Johnson, Eastern's quarterback at that time, um, was just named the CIAA uh, Player of the Year. That is one, that is, uh, one of the college football, um, HB, HBCU college football um, um, leagues in this era, in the, on the East Coast. So he was just named um, last year um, the, the, the CIAA Player of the Year. Um, so, when, so back to Eastern, though. When they won those two consecutive gravy bowls, they moved to the Stars division. And then the last place team that year, Anacostia, they moved to the Stripes division. So, yes, if a team does well, if they rebuild and they pretty much are a a really competitive team and they're just outshining everyone in the Stripes division, definitely have the opportunity to uh, go to the Stars division and face a little bit tougher competition and see what they made of. I love it because, you know, it, it gives the kids something else to shoot for. I mean, we're all looking for championships and all that, but, you know, it just gives one more little level, a little little edge there to give the kids. Like, come on, guys, let's get out of the Stripes division. Let's get up there and play against the big boys. Chris Dunlap on the line with us on the High School Football America podcast. He knows D.C. football, high school football, inside and out. i got to ask you a personal question. Uh, we know how tough it was sure. for the players and the team. How tough was it for you? You were sidelined for a while during uh, COVID-19. Uh, what, what was that like for you, a guy that just loves getting out there and, 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 and getting rubbing elbows with the kids and the coaches? Jeff, man, I have to tell you, I, I, I'll say how I feel right now. I am like a kid in the candy store. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's so, so great to be back, um, being able to go out to practice. I just – um. Um, to, I just completed a training camp tour. Um, I visited about five to seven training camps. Um, it just felt so good to be back. And and to be honest, man, if I if I could be transparent, I didn't know how much not going out and covering games and doing interviews and 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 like you said, rubbing elbows with the coaches and the student athletes. I didn't know how much it affected me. Um, but since we've been back, I've just been in just such an absolute. It's I just been so ecstatic. Um, in such a great mood over these last uh, couple weeks of training camp as we get ready to head into the season next week. Oh man, it it it, it was it was rough. Um, a lot rougher than I than than I realized. But now that we're back, man, I'm I'm like a kid in the candy store. Yeah, it, it's just so great, man. It's just it, so great. It was funny. I went to my first uh, game uh, Wednesday night here in Georgia, and it's uh, walking down the sidelines, and it, it was you know on the field about a hundred plus. It, it, it was a little smelly oh, wow. and all that, right? And I sat there and I went. I miss that smell. It's not a good smell. But <laughs> I was yes, like, sir. I miss yes, that smell. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Nothing like being on the sideline, man. Nothing like being at a game. It's 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 a feeling that you really can't duplicate. You can't replicate in anything else. Uh, so trust me, when when we when 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 we get started over here, oh, trust me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be calling you up, say, man. 
that smell, that feeling that you were talking about. Yes, I feel it too, my friend. <laughs> I love it. Chris Dunlap, that sports dude out of the D.C. area. Uh, again, follow him on Twitter, uh, underscore that sports dude, that sports dude network.com. We're going to put some stuff up on High School Football America with links back to him. Uh, check that out for us, if you will. Uh, doing great things. And, uh, you know, I, I ask you, and I, I know the answer on the other side, but I'd love to get your take since you've been around to some of these camps. Um, you know, what? what's the flavor of everyone knowing that, you know, there's helmets on, there's pads on, we're not worrying about COVID, right? I mean, we are worrying. We want to make sure there's no problem with it. But what's what's the general feeling of the area there that football, high school football is back for 2021? So and this, that, that's a question I've been asking for every camp I've gone to. That's a question I've been asking coaches and, and players. And the 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 overall feeling is that man we're just chomping at the bits oh man we're licking our chops we can't wait to get going get going fully we can't wait to to to, to when the lights are on bright friday night oh man so every everybody's been saying kind of like i said kid in the candy store mm. oh man we're just we're feeling so great to be back so we can't wait to get going like it's been it it, it was too like long. <laughs> for, for, too long for too long and for some coaches um, some coaches actually are alumni, um, are, are D.C. public school alumni. So for them, some of them have been been around this league and been playing football since they were youngsters. So, you know, some 20, 25-plus years, some of these guys have been doing this. So for them not to be able to do it, and, I mean, absolutely nothing. Like, we had nothing, no practice, no camp, no games. The closest thing that we could get to – Talking about football was Zoom. Mm. So, man, the overall feeling is just like, ah. You know, is this real life again? Yes! <laughs> and, and, you know, you just touched on something that I want you to build on a little bit there. And um, I just love it when I hear it. And I, I see it all the time, although I'm not so sure it's not a, a, a thing that's kind of a thing of the past. And what I'm talking about is a kid that played in a program, goes to college, goes to work, whatever it is, high school is over, and then comes back and gives back to the school by becoming a member of the coaching staff and you just said there's a lot of guys there doing that is that is that something that's kind of traditional in dc that that give back component that yeah you 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 give up the game but you only give it up as a player you come back and give back as a coach oh yeah that's the norm around here um man i can think of just and not just um not just today but even in yesteryears that's a norm like I, i i i'll run down just this right here so the top three winning is DCIAA um, championship winning football coaches. Um, Coach Bob Hedden, who has eight Turkey Bowl titles to his name. Um, Coach Craig Jeffries, who ha- also has eight Turkey Bowl titles to his name. And Coach Greg Fuller, who was my old coach, has seven Turkey Bowls to his name. Each of these gentlemen, um, Coach Bob Hedden coached at H.D. Woodson and Cardozo. Coach Bob Hedden was an alumni of Cardozo. So he was able to come back and not only um, coach, but lead one of his lead his alma mater into a championship, and then he came and then went over to Woodson and did some great things there as well. Um, coach um, Coach Craig Jeffries, longtime legendary coach at Dunbar, now over at Oxon Hill High School. Um, he's a Dunbar Crimson Tide alum, so he not only um, was a player at Dunbar, but also came was not, but also came back 
and was able to lead um, his 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 former his his alma mater to eight titles. Um, and 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 another thing, I'll even throw this gentleman in here, Coach Maurice Vaughn, who is Dunbar's head coach right now. He played for Dunbar. He was QB one for Dunbar back in the eighties when they made a Turkey Bowl appearance. Um, and he just led his team to a Turkey Bowl title in 2019. Um, and then Coach Greg Fuller, uh, uh, again, for H.D. Woodson, seven-time Turkey Bowl champ. He's alumni of Baloo High School. So, uh, man, it's, 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 that's just I love hearing norm. that. I love and that. It's, it's a norm. It's a norm. And, and even on the broadcast side of things, myself, I'm an H.D. Woodson alum. Um, though, I don't, though, though, I don't, though my playing days are over, I give back in broadcasting. Um, a couple of colleagues of mine at Unsung Prospects, you guys can actually follow them um, on, you can go to their YouTube channel, Unsung Prospects. Um, both of those guys, DCIAA, DCPS alum, one went to Roosevelt, another went to Dunbar. So it, that's just a norm that we see. Um, and then you have trainers throughout the area who are all public school alums or, 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 pri or DC private school alums giving back to the kids giving back to the city that helped breed them, help help mold them, help shape them. Mm -hmm. um, so it's something that if you, Jeff, if you ever have a chance to come to D.C. and you ask some of these coaches, hey, where did you go to school? Oh, I went to school um, right around the corner from where I coached. Or I went <laughs> I went to this school. I, I went to the school that we're getting ready to play tonight. Or, yeah, I graduated from the, from the school that I coached from, you know, back in such and such. So. Just a norm, and like you said, just a beautiful thing. I, I love your energy for this sport. I mean, guys, check Chris out at, at underscore that sports dude on Twitter, that sports dude network.com. We're going to put stuff up on the website. I mean, I I have a couple of questions here that batted around in the last one, and one I'm going to I'm going to put you to task on. You said Cardozo. That's the only high school. You know, you know my little uh, when I say fetish, people get a little freaked out by it, but it is a fetish. My wife knows this. I I go and take pictures of high school football games stadiums i love high school football stadiums. no but no matter how big or small in between i love them all and i did go to cardozo so i i'd love that stadium. i snuck in don't tell anybody that but i was able to find an open gate and get some <laughs> get some pictures that you can see on highschoolfootballamerica.com so my first question is what's your favorite stadium in dc and and the second one is are you going to take some pictures and send them to me so we can put them up on the website i'll give you all the credit in the world but i want to see more dc football stadiums <laughs> well, to answer your question, Jeff, absolutely. That is something that we're going to get on as a network. We're going to take pictures, man, so you can see some of these beautiful, beautiful stadiums. Um, and, and my favorite stadium, Jeff, I'm right there with you when you talk about Cardozo. Oh, my gosh. The view mm. at Cardozo is unbelievable. I believe you, you can see stand, the Capitol, right? I, oh, did I steal that from you? You can see <laughs> No, 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 please. No problem at all. Not only can you see the Capitol, you can see almost all of D.C. Like, it's the, it, 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 when you stand, I'm going to paint the picture for everybody listening. When you walk into Cardozo, so Cardozo is up on a hill. So when you walk into Cardozo, when you stand at the top of the bleachers, you have to kind of, to get to the field, you would have to walk down you know, like in any high school, you have to walk down. And, and Cardozo's bleachers are really, really high up. So you got to walk down kind of like you're going into the stadium, like yep. down into the stadium. So you have, so when you stand up at the top, at the highest point of the bleachers, you can see all of downtown D.C. It is absolutely 
absolutely breathtaking. Not only can you see the Capitol, you can see the monument. If you know exactly where to look, you might be able to see the White House. You can see so, so much from that stadium. And even back to my time when I was playing, when I was playing uh, D.C. public school football 10, 10 or so years ago, I loved playing there because that's, that's where we would play our playoff games. So anytime that we got a chance to go to Cardozo, and even now as a broadcaster, anytime I get a chance to go over to Cardozo, I just stop and I stand and I just take in the view because it's one of those scenes, it's one of those picture-perfect moments, Jeff, if you will, mm-hmm. that is like, man, this is D.C. right here. This is D.C. So I'm right there with you with Cardozo. And another one that I love, is Eastern Senior High School. Not because it's just so magnificent, but because of the history that that stadium has. That is where the Turkey Bowl has been played since the earth, since the late 80s. The Turkey Bowl has been played there since the late 80s. So some of the greatest moments in the history of DCIAA, DC Public School Football, have been played, have happened at that stadium. Um, so many different names, um, so many NFL and college pros, uh, so many NFL pros, so many college athletes have played their high school ball in that Eastern Senior High School Stadium. So that is one of my favorites. But like you, Jeff, Cardozo, it, it just has a special place in my uh, Well, yeah, and it, uh, literally, uh, we had friends that had a, a condo right up the street from the White House. It was the it was back when I had my stroke, if memory serves me correctly, about six years ago. They said, hey, why don't you stay here? I was driving up to see my mom. We're leaving town. I say to Trish, I said, you know, I, I haven't gotten a stadium here. We got to do something. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, like, figure out the route back to get up home in Pennsylvania, and I'm, I'm hitting the ways, <laughs> and I'm like, there's got to be a stadium around here somewhere I, I i i couldn't find anything close and just as i was like giving up on it i'm driving up that hill and there's cardozo and i'm like trish yep. there's got to be a state oh there's stadium lights and i i like i said i sneaked in there which i tend to do a lot of places <laughs> and I, I i just love that view chris man you uh, man you just gave me goosebumps when you were describing it thank you for that and i am going to hold you to getting us some darn stadium pictures to put up there on high school football america okay next question we started joking about i'm not cool enough to have dude on the end of my uh, twitter handle there um one of the things you guys have there and, and and folks if you've been listening all along you've heard him drop you know turkey bowl gravy bowl come on man that is like the coolest now you got you, you said they're championship games but what's the what's the what's behind it like where where did that start i mean we get gravy we get turkey we get thanksgiving tell me about that is there is there a, a fun story behind the naming of the of the bowls well, for the turkey bowl, I'll start there, and then I, and then I'll go into where the gravy bowl came from. So the turkey bowl was born because the DCIAA Public School Football Championship is played on Thanksgiving. What better way to name a championship that's played on Thanksgiving? Of course, when you talk about a football championship, Duh. you got to put bowl on it: <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl, um, Rose Bowl. Etc. 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 Got to have bowl on it when we're talking about a football game, football championship, and then it's played on Thanksgiving. Turkey bowl. Oh man, it 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 right the story that story writes itself. 
So that's where the name of the Turkey Bowl was born. Um, and, it, and it'll be in its 51st year. Um, and another nugget, Jeff, and I actually mentioned this last time I was on your podcast. It is only, well, at that time in 2019, it, it was only four years younger than the Super Bowl. Now it's five uh, years younger because we didn't have it last year. But still, when we talk about history, still right up there with the Super Bowl, in my opinion. Um, so that's where the Turkey Bowl came from. When we're talking football, got to have got to have bowl in it. And then it's on Thanksgiving, DCIAA Turkey Bowl. That's where that came from. So the Gravy Bowl now. The Gravy Bowl was born um, again in 2013 when DC – D.C. did the realignment of the football, public school football um, 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 league. That's when the Gravy Bowl was inserted. Because, like I said, the Stars of the Stripes division are kind of like their own conferences, if you will. Um, they all play each other. Um, the, the Stars division teams play one another, and the Stripes division teams play one another. And each has their own playoffs, and each has their own championship. So, on Thanksgiving, Jeff, what is something that you put on your turkey? I <laughs> uh, put a little gravy. Actually, too much gravy because I you love gravy. You put a little gravy, my friend. <laughs> you right there with me, my man. Yep, you put a little gravy on there. So what better name to complement the DCIAA Turkey Bowl than probably one of the best complimentary condiments that go with gravy Let's go ahead and name it the DCIAA Gravy Bowl. <laughs> so that's where those two names came from. Um, and like I said, Jeff, the competition um, on those two games, the Gravy Bowl is usually played the third Saturday in November. And then, of course, the Gravy, um, the, the Turkey Bowl, excuse me, is played on Thanksgiving morning. So just that span of about, what was that about? About that, that five-day span. Um, <sighs> it's just glorious. If 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 I if I can just kind of kind of say kind of give it a little corny feel, if, if you will. But that's the, just the best way I can describe it. It's just glorious. Yeah, can I be um, a little championship time, bowl game time? <laughs> sure. I can I can be a little corny. So when the team goes out of the the stripes division, the stars division, do you pass the gravy? Is that kind of what you're doing there? I don't know. That's just... <laughs> I love that. That's a little lame. I love that. I tried. I, 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 it sounded better in my brain than it did come out. <laughs> Chris Dunlap is on the line that, with us. <laughs> Go ahead. And that's what my wife says about a lot of my jokes. Say That probably sounded better in your brain. So I'm right there with you, my friend. <laughs> Follow Chris on Twitter, uh, underscore that sports dude, that sports network, uh, that sports dude network.com. Uh, we're going to put it up on our website to kind of promote it out. Check it out. I know you've got some stuff, uh, some videos from the, some of the camps you've gone to uh, here in the fall. As we wrap things up here, I mentioned it at the top. Um, and I'm glad we spent so much time on the Publix because those are the teams that, you know, don't fall into the High School Football America 100. Uh, for whatever reason, we just know that there's, you know, differences at, at different level. And then you've got, you know, those next-door neighbors, the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, one of the tops in the country, great private schools. Um, and and uh, we've got Gonzaga, you know, number eight in the High School Football America 100, uh, St. John's, uh, number 80. I, I, I question both of those rankings because, you know, the algorithm does what the algorithm does, and it only starts working really well when the season starts. But uh, And, and I want to put friendship in there too, right? I mean, when we talk about, you know, uh, 
private schools uh, that aren't afraid to go and play other teams around the nation. Talk a little bit, if you will, about those those schools. Uh, definitely a different brand of football for many reasons, but I'd love to get your take on it. Sure, sure, absolutely. And if I can, I'll start with the with Friendship Collegiate. Um, though, though I cover public high schools, BC public high schools, I love. I'm a huge, huge fan of Friendship Collegiate Charter School. I'm a huge fan of their program. They do two things, Jeff. Two things: they win, and they send kids to school for free. Very good. When we're talking high school. When we're talking high school football, I think those are the only two things that matter. And in addition to that, not only do they do those two things, but they also build quality young men. Mm-hmm. And if I may, that is something, building quality young men, that is something that you see across the city in football. Not it, Regardless of league, coaches, programs, they are building quality young men. I just had to get that in there. But back to friendship, um, they are going for their third consecutive D.C. state championship. Um, actually have – no, I, I hold that. But that's some uh, – When I next time I come on your podcast, I may mention that. It's a little little wager, if you will, I have going on with uh, Friendship Collegiate if okay. they win the third straight. So I, I won't mention it now, but I'll mention it next time. Um, so Friendship Collegiate is always, always going to be a competitive program. Um, like you said, not ashamed, not scared at all to venture outside of the district. That's one thing that Coach Mike Hunter, um, Friendship Collegiate head coach, um, that's one thing he prides himself and his program on, is that we want to go, we want to play the best. We want to be as good as we possibly can be. We want to play teams that we may not be able to beat. We want work. We want to get work. We want to get the work in. So they're not afraid to play anybody. Um, I think they're actually going to play Dematha this year, um, and and just a really a really strong, a really tough schedule. So when they do come back um, into the uh, public charter school league play, um, and they're in their league, um, man, they're going to hit the ground running. And another team you mentioned Dematha, you mentioned uh, St. John's, you mentioned Gonzaga. Ah, uh, Jeff. Though again, though I only cover public schools. Big fan of the WCAC. Mm. I mean, we can't deny the greatness that is the WCAC when we look at some of the players that have come out of um, some of those Catholic schools. We can't deny that. Um, but my friend, my, my colleague, Chad Ricardo, who does a really, really good job. You guys can follow him on Twitter, at Real Chad Ricardo. He does a really good job as well covering the WCAC in addition to uh, the other leagues that he covers. Um the one thing that I've been seeing based on the stuff that he's posting and some of the, you know, hearsay that I've been hearing around the city is that Gonzaga may not be the favorite. Mm. Maybe St. John's might be the team to beat in the WCAC. And Carroll might be another team that could uh, really do some damage um, in the city. So, those two teams, I think you may want to really keep a close eye on Jeff. I know you guys got those uh, got those rankings and the algorithm, like you said, does what the algorithm does. But I'm put you on notice, man. St. John's <laughs> and Carroll, man, keep your eyes keep your eye on them. 
Uh, I will. I will do that. Like I said, uh, and you've heard me. You've seen me write it on Twitter. You've heard me speak it. I do not like preseason rankings. I uh, because the algorithm. If it's an opinion poll, that's one thing, right? But the algorithm is designed Mm -hmm. to evaluate on field. So you know, we kind of have done things for the fans, and and you know, the good news is that I will say one thing, and I haven't said this publicly. I'll say it with you: is I I give the fans all the credit in the world because we don't. Don't get a lot of crap. Excuse my language. I could have gone a little harder, but we, we we don't get a whole lot of crap when our preseason rankings come out, and I appreciate that because I do see some of the other ones where where you know people are kind of chatting and all that. And and I was looking at friendship while you were talking there. They do have they do have the Eagles uh, week one. They've got good counsel in there. Another top one hundred team. They've got Dematha, as you said. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch that. But Chris, I really really appreciate you taking the time and and going away here i'm going to give you a little bit of a you know take take it away because we know you can talk uh take it away give give some promotion here to what that sports dude network is all about let the listeners know about how they can find it what you put up there give yourself a little two to the horn sure jeff absolutely man appreciate that so here at tsdn that sports dude network our purpose is to provide D.C. public high school student-athletes exposure and media coverage in excellence. That is our goal because during my time as a D.C. public high school student-athlete, I believe that the coverage we received was absolutely horrendous. Mm. The only time we would see any media is on championship day. And do you know the next time we would see media, Jeff? The following year. (laughs) Next year, the following championship year. When I graduated, I know like I know my name that so many of my peers, and not just my teammates, but peers from other schools, peers that played other sports, I know like I know my name that those student athletes, my peers, had they had adequate coverage had they had adequate exposure, they would have been able to go to college on full scholarships for free. I know that like I know my name. And I thank the good Lord every single day that he wakes me up and allows me to give this generation of student athletes in the D.C. public school athletic system the coverage and media exposure that my generation didn't get. So at TSDN, that is our sole purpose, to provide coverage and exposure for DCIAA student-athletes. And coming into this year, our coverage, our sports coverage expansion plan is going to be in full effect. Had we had a season last year, um, we would have put it in effect then. But though COVID delayed our mission, it did not pause. It did not stop or halt our mission. So coming into this year, not only will we be covering football and basketball, we'll also be covering soccer, girls and boys soccer, volleyball, baseball, softball, track and field. And then one of my favorite events, because I have two young princesses, the (laughs) DCIAA Cheerleading Championship. That's Uh, another thing that we'll get back to covering. Um, So, Jeff, it's going to be an exciting year. I'm just so blessed and so glad that athletics are back. Um, And for anyone who wants to follow me and keep up with what my network is doing, you guys can, firstly, you can go to our website, our newly launched website, www.thatsportsdudenetwork.com. Um, you guys can, of course, 
check out the YouTube channel, um, That Sports Dude Network on YouTube, or um, for short, TSDN. Uh, we just um, we're, we're, we're knee-deep in our DCIAA football training camp tour. Um, football, we, we've gone through camp all week. Um, and then next week, um, starting on Monday, we're going to premiere our mic'd up series called Amplified. We mic'd up two players um, and then two coaches doing training camp, so I can't wait. So if you guys are into the mic'd up, um, the, some things that the NFL does, mic'd up and wired for sound that the NBA does, you guys tune in to TSDN next week um, and check that out. And then tomorrow night, live on TSDN at 7 p.m., one thing in D.C. that people get hyped up for and get really emotional about is predictions. <laughs> and my predictions are nothing, are absolutely nothing short of controversial. And when I say my predictions have people talking from August to November, it's a show that you guys don't want to miss. So if you guys want to tune in for predictions, and it'll give you a lot more insight on um, who you should look out for in DCIAA football, um, you guys can definitely uh, tune in to TSDN on YouTube. And then, of course, follow me, as you've heard Jeff say. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore that sports dude. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at underscore that sports dude. And then you got to put another underscore um, <laughs> after that sports dude when we're talking on Instagram. Um, so, Jeff, Jeff, man, it's so good to join you, man. Good to hear your voice, my friend. Good yeah. for football to be back. Back at you. I, I love your passion. There's, uh, you know, folks, if you've just listened to him and goes, ah, I think that guy's phony, you don't know what you're talking about. This guy knows <laughs> what he is on this earth for. I've said it before. People have heard me say it. I know God put me on this earth to promote student athletes, coaches, schools, programs, communities, and uh, I, I, I feel like you're, you're a brother from another mother <laughs> at this point. I'm going to tell you that, Chris. I love what you do. Congratulations on sticking to it. You and I have talked offline about uh, what we can do, and we're going to try and uh, help you guys out this year. Promote what you do there, because I know it's a passion for you. And uh, you know, thanks for thanks for joining me. Please tag us tomorrow night uh, so we can get everybody uh, there to see your 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 bold predictions and uh, do what we can to to get that sports dude network cranking and, and getting some people around the nation understanding what's going on in DC. Thank you for your time. Best of luck, and I know we will talk before the end of the season. Absolutely, Jeff. As always, my friend, good talking to you. Can't wait uh, to join you again. And then, man, just just talk about some 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 DCIAA public school football, and then of course maybe a little WCAC and just football in general, man. Good good to talk to you, my friend. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability. With faster speed than Huddle Sideline, and GameStrat has awesome customer service and plans priced right for every coach's budget. And if you mention HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com, they will give you a friends and family discount. Even more savings from the great guys at GameStrat. Now, to get a demo, go to GameStrat.com, or you can click on the GameStrat banner ad, which is located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. That's today's High School Football America podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher.